Arms for Leper. 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 Arms for Please go to sovcast.tumblr.com. That's S-O-V-C-A-S-T dot Tumblr dot com. And look for the donate button. It's right there at the top. I'll, I'll just wait here while you go do that, okay? Hello? And now it's time for my science, history, and technology segment I call Cool Shit. This time I'll tell you about how cool your hot mother is, and about living duct tape. Geothermal heating and cooling. Just imagine if you had a huge head start on the heat of the summer, and on the cold of winter. Geothermal heating and cooling makes this vision a reality. Geothermal HVAC, heating, ventilating, and air conditioning, takes advantage of subterranean temperatures to provide heating in the winter and cooling in the summer. You see, outdoor temperatures fluctuate with the changing of the seasons, but underground temperatures don't change as dramatically thanks to the insulating properties of the Earth. The temperature of the Earth at the 8-foot mark, on average, is a constant 58 degrees all year round. A geothermal system, which typically consists of an indoor handling unit and a buried system of pipes called the earth loop and or a pump to reinjection well capitalizes on these constant temperatures to provide nearly free energy. Note that geothermal HVAC should not be confused with geothermal energy, the process by which electricity is generated directly from the heat inside the earth. Geothermal energy takes place on the scale of utilities and uses different processes, normally heating water to the boiling point and then using that steam to power turbines. Now back to the HVAC systems, or the heating and cooling aspect. In winter, fluid circulating through the system's earth loop, or well, absorbs stored heat from the ground and carries it indoors. The indoor unit compresses the heat to a higher temperature and distributes it throughout the building, as if it were an air conditioner running in reverse. In summer, the geothermal HVAC system pulls heat from the building and carries it through the earth loop, or slash pump, to the reinjection well where it deposits the heat into the cooler earth-slash-aquifer. Unlike ordinary heating and cooling systems, geothermal HVAC systems do not burn massive amounts of fossil fuel to generate heat. They simply transfer heat to and from the earth. Typically, electric power is used to only operate the unit's fan, compressor, and pump, meaning that even if it were 20 below zero, you'd only have to heat your place up from 58 degrees, instead of the aforementioned minus 20. Geothermal systems require little maintenance. When installed properly, the buried loop can last for generations. The unit's fan, compressor, and pump are housed indoors, protected from the harsh weather conditions, so they tend to last for decades. And finally, if you're worried about installing some untested, unproven, newfangled device, whether you've heard of them or not, geothermal HVAC systems have been in use for more than 60 years. So even though it's going to make me sound like a hippie, I still have to say... Say it! Say it! We need to embrace the power of the earth, man. Oh, shit. And our next story, living duct tape. The unassuming gecko, that tiny lizard that seems to scamper around any surface in gravity-defying positions, has intrigued scientists for many years. In the past, this amazing ability has been duplicated by researchers to create wall-scaling robots, and now a team of scientists from Germany have come up with a gecko-inspired adhesive tape that can be reused thousands of times. Not impressed? How about if we tell you that a small 7.8 inches by 7.8 inches square piece of is strong enough 
to handle the weight of an adult. And even more amazing is the fact that it can be stuck to any surface and even used underwater. The coolest thing is that unlike other strong adhesive tapes, it leaves no residue when ripped off because it doesn't use any classical adhesive. The reason geckos and a few other insects can walk around on any wall with, with little regard to gravitational pull or surface material is all to do with the thousands of tiny hairs called CT that covers their feet. The end of each tiny hair is then split further about a thousand times at the bottom of each of the CT, and each of those has a little flat surface called a spatula because they resemble spatulas. All these tiny hairs, each with its own little spatula, gives the gecko so much surface area that when it comes in contact with any kind of surface, that they actually interact with the force that attracts one molecule to the other. The attraction between molecules, known as van der Waals forces, pulls on them and essentially allows them to stick to any wall or ceiling. It only takes a small angled force to push CT into their on positions, and without that force, they release. That's why CT can support 50 times a gecko's body weight as it hangs from a ceiling, but does not stop the gecko from running at speeds of 20 body lengths per second. The gecko can even hang by one toe. The van der Waals force, named after the Dutch scientists who first discovered it, is the same reason little drops of water adhere to things like blades of grass and the sides of your glass when it's cool. So basically, condensation. While scientists have known the secret behind these Spider-Man-like abilities for some time now, finding a suitable material has been a challenge. Added to this was the issue of creating millions of CD-like hairs that were flexible enough to stick to any kind of surface. A silicone prototype invented by a team of scientists from the Zoological Institute at Germany's University of Kiel is the first time researchers have been able to recreate the gecko's technique. By the way, this type of technology is called, if you want to look it up, is called biomimetic technology because it mimics mother nature. The only drawback to this amazing tape is that it is still in experimental stages and may not be commercially available until the scientists figure out how to manufacture it at a reasonable cost. And when they do, it will have a near unimaginable change on the technologies of our daily lives. If you like this show, please go to facebook.com slash sovcast, sovcast.tumblr.com, or twitter.com slash seeker, the letter O, Veritas. Arms for a leper! Arms for a leper! Arms for an ex-leper! Arms for a podcaster! If you like this show, please go to sovcast.tumblr.com. That's S-O-V-C-A-S-T dot tumblr dot com. And look for the donate button. It's right there at the top. I'll... I'll just wait here while you go do that, okay? Hello? And now it's time for Darwin Weeps, stories about dumb people that would make Darwin weep for the future of our species. by Edward I've always thought that people in other countries must be as stupid as a lot of the people here, but we just couldn't understand what they were saying. Luckily, there's the UK. You probably heard some of the ridiculous calls 911 gets from time to time. Well, the UK's version 999 is no exception. Please, it's the emergency. Uh, my girlfriend is letting the cat eat my bacon. Sorry? My girlfriend let the cat eat my bacon. Right, okay. Um, what would you like, what would you like the police to do with regards to that, sir? Because, uh, I'm in the mood to buy that. So you want to beat up your girlfriend because the cat's eating your bacon? Yeah, 
Against who? You, you're going to find all the cats. You are up. Who do you want to press charges against? Your girlfriend or the cat? Both of them. Right, so it's not a criminal offence to let a cat eat your bacon, okay? And we don't we don't arrest cats, I'm very sorry. No, but she, my girlfriend allowed the cat to do it. Right, I'm very sorry, sir, but it's not a 999 emergency because your girlfriend's let the cat eat the bacon. I do apologise, but it's not a police matter. Okay, then. Okay. Okay, love. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, recent studies show that alcohol is more impairing than cannabis. Just saying. Police emergency. Uh, hello, um, we've got, um, I had to run in the backyard. You've got, you've got what in the backyard? Dog. A dog? Hedgehog. A hedgehog? Yeah. And it's dead? No, it's not dead, it's alive. Well, that's where the hedgehogs live in gardens. Yeah, but... Yeah. What do you want to, to do about it? That's, the hedgehogs are good for your garden, they kill your slugs. Yeah, but um, we don't want our slugs to get killed, but we're a bit scared. Right, well, it won't harm you. It's it's a natural inhabitant of the British Isles, and they live in gardens, so there's not a lot that we can do about it, I'm afraid. All right. Okay, all right then. Bye-bye. Truly terrifying creature. I mean, what if it was dark and you, like, stepped on one with bare feet or something. And, back in America... America. You know what's even more terrifying than hedgehogs? Snoring women. Here at a Waukesha man calls 911 asking police to remove a snoring woman from his bed. I was wondering if you could send an officer over to my place to uh, have somebody physically removed. Who do you want removed? Um, just a girl. She's sleeping in my bed. She's in your bed right now? She's just snoring away like a train. Is that her snoring that I'm hearing? Yeah, she's snoring like a train. Police say the man was drunk and brought the woman home. When he couldn't wake her up to stop snoring, he called police. They did respond. Officers got her to wake up, gave her a clean bill of health, and told the man this was not a police matter. Song of Time and Song of Storms by Taylor Davis. And now, they're not important, but they are funny, weird, entertaining, or at least good enough to make it into the news. It's not, not noteworthy news. Our first story, a collection of hypocrites. Remember that story in the New Testament where Jesus expels the money changers from the temple? Well, Candace Peterson recently moved to the Tampa area and started going to the Greater Mount Moriah Primitive Baptist Church. Oh, great, Florida again. Then Mrs. Peterson began receiving what amounted to a delinquency notice from her church asking her to contribute $50 a month along with her yearly $250 anniversary fee Happy anniversary. Give us some goddamn money. And another 150 for Mount Mariah Day. This amounts to $1,000, some of which would be set aside to pay off church debt. The letter from Assistant Administrator Ladreda Spencer and Pastor B.R. Fulton Jr. also reminded Peterson that children 
including her 11-year-old daughter, were expected to pay $5 a month to the church in addition to two annual fees of $15. The letter warned, in order not to be removed from the church role, your attention to this matter is greatly appreciated. But in the true spirit of Christ, they offered to grant her a 90-day hardship exemption. Excuse me, I'd just like to ask a question. What does God need with a starship? No, the real question is, what does God need with a collection agency? And our next story, DNA Hole. Thomas Kenny made headlines after he sent a lookalike to take a DNA test to avoid taking responsibility for his children or having to pay child maintenance. Birmingham Crown Court heard that the 25-year-old was in a long-term relationship but fathered a child after an affair with another woman. Kenny then denied any responsibility for the child, pressured the woman to have an abortion, and avoided making any payments. When the child support agency ordered a DNA test, he sent a look-alike to provide the sample. Kenny already had two children with his long-term partner, who was pregnant with the second child at the time of the affair. Kenny was convicted of fraud and sentenced to a six-month jail sentence, probation for 12 months, and will have to pay £1,385 in costs and compensation. And our last story, an enterprising old man. Authorities say a man living in a suburban Philadelphia assisted living facility has lost his housing subsidy after officials found a prostitute underneath the man's bed. There's your problem, the prostitute's supposed to be on top of the bed. The man believed to be in his 70s paid prostitutes using profit earned from peddling alcohol to fellow residents. A fellow tenant said the man was a more mobile gentleman who went on booze runs for his neighbors. Now, he may need to find a new place to live, but unlike some of the city officials, well, most likely unlike some of the city officials who kicked him out, he reportedly doesn't need Viagra or Cialis to get down, get funky with the lady. And now George Carlin will play us out. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. What is, I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is a... Again, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll... No. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can... I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! In five, four, three. Another woman's issue, prostitution. I do not understand why prostitution is illegal. Why should prostitution be illegal? Selling is legal, fucking is legal. Why isn't selling fucking legal? You know, why should, why should it be illegal to sell something that's perfectly legal to give away? I can't follow the logic on that at all. Of all the things you can do to a person, giving someone an orgasm is hardly the worst thing in the world. In the army, they give you a medal for spraying napalm on people. Civilian life, you go to jail for giving someone an orgasm. Maybe I'm not supposed to understand it. I got strange ideas anyway. Sorry, folks. The show will be on hiatus until I finish my CEUs sometime in late August. So until then, that's it for our show today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully, we'll do it again together real soon. In the meantime, I am Jeff. 
I am a seeker of Veritas. Check out my Tumblr page at sovcast.tumblr.com. That's S-O-V-C-A-S-T dot Tumblr dot com. Thank you. Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Keeler by Bloodhound Gang. If I get you in the loop when I'm 